The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the, the after, after show, show, the after show. It's the after show, everybody. And uh, today, uh, it is... What do you got? I'm just going to put that a little closer right. for you. It has been... Uh, thought I was stroking out. I yeah. couldn't hear him. Yeah. <laughs> I got some uh, some stats here of what's going on in the cigar industry. The TP, as we talked about, uh, has happened, and uh, everybody's getting together and uh, gathering uh, stats and information. The U.S. cigar market is growing like crazy in 2021. Not a surprise to me. I see it as a retailer myself. I talk to a lot of manufacturers. They're saying that they're bringing in lots more cigars. They're, they're selling them all out. Imports of premium cigars, handmade cigars were up. What percentage? Uh, I have to imagine, just based on what's going on in the store, that we're in the 40% range. I'm saying 56. 46. 46%. I was the closest without going over. (laughs) Therefore, I get the one and only point in this game. I got got lots of stats. 46% so far this year, despite the problems with rollers, boxes, all the problems that's happening. So they're getting more than they used to get. They just don't want, they're not getting as many as they want because they want more than 46%. Right. We would have brought in more if they could have. Yeah, you mentioned boxes. We get a lot of customers that are, you know, ordering cigars, but they're coming in as bundles. Yeah. And thankfully, 90% of the customers have been understanding, but the other 10% was like, why? They, they don't know. Yeah. Um, and... You know, you can't smoke the box is one thing, uh, but do I get a discount because there's no box and, and we're not getting discounts? Nope. So, no, uh, but you don't have to take them if you don't want. We're ha- we, bless you. We're happy to get them as fill-up boxes, which is, as bundles, meaning, bless you again. Allergy season. Yep, which means we get to open the bundle and refill the boxes up uh, as they empty for single cigar sales. But then somebody wants a whole box. And we don't have a box. Now, now but, how are bands holding up? Are those going to be a problem? Or? We up. I, yep. I, I don't see, I don't hear anybody saying, oh, I, I have the cigars made. I'm just waiting on the bands. Well, usually they keep enough yes. for a period of time. Yeah. So that'll yeah. hit later, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the biggest gains, what country? Biggest gain? Biggest gain Nicaragua. is going to be, I'm going to say Honduras. Honduras, number as far one. As growth. Shipments of Honduran cigars. Uh, for the record, Barry, not that I'm keeping score, but I have two. <laughs> you have zero. So shipments of Honduran cigars scored, soared 64%. They're the, they're the country that had the most uh, potential as far as growth. They were the, really an untapped resource. So if Honduras is number one, who's number two? Costa Rica. Nicaragua. 
Dominican Republic. That's what I said, Dominican. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> up 58%, not far from it, right? I was closer to Dominican than Barry was. Now we're going to 46%. We're at 64, 58. So the next one is a 28% increase, and it is Nicaragua. But Nicaragua is still the strongest of all, still growing 26, 28% from already You know why? Unbelievable growth. Because Nicaragua has Nick Perdomo as their captain. There we go, the captain of the He's ship. Leading the, that industry there. Uh, Nicaraguan, uh, Dominican Republic, Honduras account for most of the premium cigars imported in the United States, and still the United States is the world's largest market for premium cigars in the whole world. Uh, second to that is Cuba, which is a robust also. They're, they're banging out more cigars than they used to. Um, has the biggest number of imports going to who? China. China. For the first time ever. Yep. It has been Spain forever. 200 years, Spain has been number one. First time in history um, that China gets more than anybody else. Their consumption has grown more than 50% since Yikes. 2019. More than 50% more they got. Now, why would that be? They had the early lockdown. They're working from home, too. Yeah, they're, they're, they've got the technology. They yeah. own Habanos now. Well, we... They own Habanos. They they choose to ship it to themselves, <laughs> which is also the case with these um, brand owners that they're not having the growth that the manufacturer is having. They can make cigars for themselves, or they can make cigars for other the, people. Other people, uh, you know, take Lagiana. There will be an out of stock for Lagiana for quite a while. Davidoff makes Lagiana. They can make Davidoff, or they can make Lagiana. Mm-hmm. And they're choosing to make Davidoff. Yeah, Saka's having that problem too. He said he was supposed to have a couple of cigars available at TPE, and now they're not coming out till late Q3 at the earliest. Yeah, so this is nothing new to uh, Ed Sullivan and I, who lived through the 90s and saw what's happening. And we're reliving it again. So now it it doesn't become a surprise. It becomes, okay, what are we going to do here? What, what, what is the move for us to do? So, and, uh, you know, the other thing that happens is even if they can get cigars, they're never the same as that first round of them, right? You get these great cigars. Yeah. And then they get some more, and it's a different cigar. Yeah. Yeah. They may not have that tobacco right now. Yeah. It may not be finished cured. You can either do it, and it's under-fermented product. Right. Folks, so I, much, I think it's going to start getting ugly. So much of the humidor downstairs, those cigars need to be laid down. So many of and, them. And it's been 20 years of not a problem. <laughs> right. And here yeah. it is. Here it is. It really came, came to be. Um, some good news. Nicaraguan Fields, which is normally bare this time of year, um, they have uh, plenty of tobacco harvesting hanging in their curing barns in this year. Uh, because of back-to-back hurricanes that hit Nicaragua in November, um, they disrupted it. Disrupted an early planting, so the season is actually extra long right now, and it's going to go on. If you go down there, you'll see tobacco right now, which normally you wouldn't in right. May. Uh, it'll go till mid-June, so they'll get more tobacco. So it's not so much going to be a tobacco problem as a manufacturing problem. Correct uh, is what it looks like anyway, and what I'm talking to the different manufacturers about. Cigars will probably, that's another reason why they're going to get more expensive is they're going to have to start paying rollers more money to get them. That and the price of wood is going through the roof. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to start paying the box factories more. Yeah, and the box factories 
can't get people to work in the bar. That's like one of the lowest yeah. things of uh, lowest paying, and uh, that person hasn't shown up for work. As much as it happens in the U.S., believe it or not, it's happening in those countries too. So what does this mean? Um, it means uh, expect shortages on cigars. So stop uh, busting Barry's balls if we don't have it in <laughs> nah, stock. Nah, you can, you can bust yeah, his balls. You can still okay. But Thankfully, things have gotten much better. Yeah. It's going to get worse. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, it's going to get worse. Here it is, the heyday. We're in May. June, July, and August are, are the three biggest months in cigar consumption. We're not there yet. And right. already we have these issues. So it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, and expect rising prices. We have saw some price increases in January, and I will not be surprised if we have one again Mid-summer. this year, yep. in the middle of the year. Uh, I remember one year, back into the, in the cigar boom, three increases in one year. Typically, it's usually one per year, but everything's going up. The cost of food, the cost of wood. Even shipping, the yeah. UPS adds uh, a fuel surcharge. Yeah. Yeah. They, those fuel never, surcharges never go away. No. Right? So they did two that I remember, and yeah. those never went away, and they added a fuel charge. <laughs> but you never took the fuel charge away. What do you mean adding yeah. a fuel charge? Yeah. No, nobody's speaking up, but uh, they're going to do it. It's another way of raising prices. Um, so expect that. that the, as that those things happen, a shortage, it's supply and demand. It's uh, you know This is the way business works, and the prices end up going up. And if they go up to us, then they go up to you. Problem with employees, how, how do you get employees? You have to pay them more. By paying them more, it, it ends up on the final thing of the cigar itself. It's got to come from somewhere. Right. If you think that the, the manufacturer is going to lose out, that the um, distributor is going to lose out, that the retailer is going to lose out, the person that unfortunately ends up losing out, it trickles all the way down to the end well, user. And the margins are so thin anyway, it's not a question of I'll take less profit. You're going to take a loss on it the way yes. prices are going yeah. up on everything. Yeah. So that's something to remember. 200 hands touch a cigar from start to f- from seed to finish. Yeah. It's 200 people that get paid, 200 people that might be getting raises hmm. to keep them. It's and it's gonna- 300, but it's 300 germs mm. also. Okay. Keep in mind that it's, thank God for the fermenting part of, of what ends up happening. But um, So if you're a retailer, you're listening to this, you're hearing the information, so you sit back and you do nothing, or what is the play? Buy. You buy everything you can. Correct. Or at least order Mm-hmm. more cigars than you would normally order. I went through this, and I was pretty good during the cigar boom, never having a cigar boom before, and I was over-ordering. Right. The good news was I wasn't getting everything I asked for. But you, you pay on the end of it, right, when all of a sudden everything yes. shows up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was October 1997 <laughs> was the day I paid the piper because right. they showed up. Um, but don't wait till the last minute. Mr. Retailer to order your cigars. Uh, yeah, I'm going to wait another week. Another week is going to turn into another month of your waiting, and right. then you're not going to have it. And then your customer's bouncing around from brand to brand. Um, oh, the cigar isn't as perfect as it used to be. They're not well, going to be. Accepted. In, in the worst case, it's not bouncing brand to brand. It's bouncing retailer to retailer because yep. they have to go where they're selling yeah the this is the absolute want. time and it's, this is what i'm doing you you load up you're buying cigars now for next year you're gonna sit on them period yeah. 
Yeah, they need the we, they need the extra rest, and who knows what's going to happen next year with cigars. So we you, learned aging in the nineties that the consumer ended up learning what it is to put the box down. Uh, so that'll get there. You have the backups you're working on, the last one you had before, yep. and you put the next one behind it, like a retailer does, right? Right. So as the consumer, what do you do? You buy more, and you rotate your stock. Just and, sit on it and, a little bit. And they'll get better uh, as that's going on. So uh, that that's some of the talk that I hear that's happening at TPE. Um, as far as... A big thing that happens at these trade shows are deals. That's why a lot of them go. I heard the deals were weak. Yep. I heard a few companies didn't even offer deals. Right. They don't need to. The deal They're is- They're selling every cigar they make. Right. The deal is, you, do you want cigars? Because <laughs> we have them. Um, and uh, who knows where it goes? You know, um, so it, as good as the boom is going on now, right? We're seeing a boom. Let's call it what it is. We're, we're having a boom again. What happened the last time is there's casualties to the boom. Right. And do you see any consolidation or people are just going to disappear? There'll be consolidation and some people are going to disappear. See, I disagree with that. I think there's going to be much less consolidation because why Why would you have to buy somebody if they're going to go out of business? Let uh, them die. Maybe you're for manufacturing the for them. Yeah, for the brands, for the manufacturing. FDA is not over. This is not done. And it's going to be, be pennies it, on the dollar be, if well, that yeah, happens. It'll be discount shopping for brands. Yeah, but they're going to need manufacturers. A little manufacturer is going to have a hard time getting tobacco because the big manufacturers are up to you, 46%. Okay, who? What, what grower was ready for 46% growth? Perdomo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many. There's not many. Maybe Padron. Maybe. Possibly Lagunorsa because they have their, all their fields. Yeah. Which they sell the tobacco. I mean, now they'll stop selling yeah. so much tobacco. And Placentia. you mentioned AJ you Fernandez, yeah, you, the, the big guys that have vertically integrated mm-hmm. is is the champion right now. That if you got all this going on, your own box factory, you got it made. Hochi. Hochi's. Yeah, you mentioned fields still have tobacco in it. And we've seen these companies we just mentioned on their Facebook posts that they're still growing. Yeah. And you'll also see, take the big companies, the Altadas, Davidoff, General Cigar, they'll go in and buy all the tobacco. And they've done it before. They go in and all of a sudden they send their guys out there and they say, buy, 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 buy everything. And then the littler guy can't even get tobacco. Right. All of a sudden, the guy that buys bail at a time, there's no bails for him at all, especially the the ones in that particular blend. So now you'll see them coming out with a tweaked blend of such and such. Why are they putting a tweaked blend out? They can't even manufacture the cigars that they want. That's because they can't get the tobacco (laughs) that they had. There's there's so much to now with the intelligence of the past of the 90s to live through. You see all the signs. Yeah, you can see exactly what's (laughs) happening, right? Oh, I saw this movie before, and this is how it's going to play out. I didn't like where that movie went. No, no. We we always talk about it, that cigars were terrible during those days. And I certainly hope that doesn't happen, but I'm starting to see the beginning stages of... Oh, I taste a little little ammonia in this. I taste a little. It's a yeah. little rushed. I I think the best we can hope for is they die in our sleep. No, they don't become as bad as they did in right. the nineties because they were vile. Yeah, yeah. I, they weren't ready tobacco wise. 
right now, as I'm saying, they're still planting in Nicaragua. So I guess tobacco-wise, they're okay. Now, then it's going to be, okay, I can't roll more than 46% more than I did before. Can't get the rollers to show up. Uh, some, some of the guys are doing double shifts and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's happening right now. Uh, they, they're bringing them on on their days right. off and stuff if they want to make extra money. And, right, because I think uh, some of them still have COVID restrictions, right, for distance and yeah, six of feet people. and all that. Yeah. Right. <coughs> yeah. Um, you know, we got to get to it's time for the strength and character segment, and that is brought to you by Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. And uh, I'm going to go with, um, we like to do this with one of our guests, but we don't have a guest, so I'm going to pick uh, one person, and I'm going to go with Ed Sullivan. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll start that way and work our way down the next time, so Barry will be next up another All day. All right. And my choices here are, what is your strength or superpower, or tell me about your character, mental and moral qualities. Oh, he's distinctive mental. He's mental. Of an individual. So let's go with that. Let's get the character of Ed Sullivan, his character. Now, there is six pillars of character. Oh, so. You're going to pick one, which is your strongest. All right, good. So the six pillars are trustworthiness, Mm -hmm. respect. Don't you be disrespecting me. Responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. Those are the six pillars all right. You're going to tell me which one I is your strongest. I know it's not citizenship. I, I don't even know what that means. Okay. Uh, what was number one? <laughs> Trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. I got to go for responsibility, I think. You're a very responsible person. I would 100% agree with that. You have yeah. a lot of them. You may have all of them. But right. you, are, you are the for an employer. Ed Sullivan's coming in. You don't have to think about it. Don't have to think about it. He's going to be there before you. He's going to stay longer. He's the most responsible. I consider myself very, very responsible, and I've met few people in my life more responsible. He's one of them. He's going to be there no No matter matter what. what. And there's overlap with trustworthiness, too. Yeah. Because somebody who's not responsible is not trustworthy, right? Yeah. So we do a lunch club on Tuesday. This is my responsibility uh, pat on Ed Sullivan's back. Mm And he, we all take turns buying lunch on Tuesdays. Yeah. There's six of us in the in this little lunch club. And Ed Sullivan's going to take the summer off. It's not his turn this week. It's my turn. And he said, I'm going to jump ahead on this one. I want to buy lunch one more time, and then I'm taking the summer off from lunch club. I'm right. You can't put it on hiatus. disappear when it's not your turn is the way I look at uh, that, right? Absolutely. The week before it's your turn, it's like time to buy around the <laughs> but drink. This, okay, is like, this is like being in a gang, the lunch club. You want to join lunch club? You buy lunch your first week. That's how you get in the club. Okay. And so he but did that have, already. You have to eat what, they, what the guy picked. Correct. Yep. See, that's why I'm out. I can't be in it because it's not everything I eat. I, I eat very few things. I eat a lot of them when I do eat the few things. Lunch club has things you would eat. You eat pizza, right? I do. Yeah. But then sometimes you put all kinds of it's stuff. It's probably on. the hardest one. Jonathan's in charge of picking the I'm the meal. easiest I'm, one. I'm better off not. Being I go with you the, do Brussels sprouts, no, broccoli. I go, I, we, I go to Stashies. I get the steak and cheese steak bomb sometimes with I, relish huts. I, I, I feel like I'm missing out, but... Yeah, sometimes I'm like I'm so glad I didn't. A couple of rounds of spicy fries, you got yourself a party. Because you take food seriously, so if it wasn't up to your standards, 
You would be. Yeah, yeah. We, would, we would throw you out of our lunch club yes, because you would be complaining every week. And that's not, lunch club is no so complaining. So why, why are you taking the summer off? You're not eating lunch in the summertime? Well, no, it, the weather's getting nice. Oh, you won't uh, hang around all day. It's nice. I, right. I'm not going to be in the studio all day in the summertime. Right. right? I can sit out on my screen porch yeah. and work on things. Go it's, ride your bike. I, I have been. I got rough. I think I got 60 miles in this week. Wow. So, yeah, I'm going to get back into that. So when the weather gets cold, I'm all in on lunch club. Yeah, he is. <laughs> okay. So you take the summer off a of lunch club. So so what happens? I put my membership on pause. Yeah, just you paused. Order, do you order less when it's five? No. No? no? Just cut the sandwich bigger. <laughs> we so don't wait, need all those calories. Sa- you you order one sandwich, sandwich and split it six ways? Two. No, no, no. We, we'll get two sandwiches uh, and we split it into thirds. And if somebody is but extra hungry Dave, these or are missing. The stodgy ones. Yeah, they're, oh, yeah, they're massive. They're over, plenty of food. They're over a foot, right? Or is that... One foot sandwich. The sandwiches are about oh, yeah. two and a half feet. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, they're, they're huge. Yeah. Yeah. You can't call them a foot long. That belongs to somebody else. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Leave my name out of it. All right. All right. So you guys remember this that uh, he, he's taking responsibility, but you guys can be responsible too. But you're not as responsible as Ed Sullivan. That's the perfect one for Ed Sullivan. But it's not you, a you contest. Up, you look up Ed Sullivan. It says responsible. Responsible. No. Yeah. And you look up the cigar industry and you say, it's growing 46%. <laughs> Crazy. I better order more cigars. That's all I can tell you. That's the after show. The after show. The after show. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.